Welcome back to the Better Boundaries podcast brought to you by Utahns for a Responsive Government. I'm Katie Wright, Executive Director of Better Boundaries and your host. Today, we're kicking off a series of short episodes focused on the Better Boundaries Accountability Pack. Utah is fortunate to have universal vote by mail. Utahns ballots are arriving as we record this and election day is coming up November 8th. Today, we'll discuss the founding purpose and strategy of the Better Boundaries Pack, and then in the next three episodes, we'll meet the candidates we're supporting. I'm thrilled to be joined by Better Boundaries Organizing Director, Kyle Fryant. Kyle leads our PAC efforts and is a self-proclaimed political junkie. Kyle, I'm happy to have you here to talk about election 2022. Thanks for having me, Katie. So I remember well the day we launched the PAC. You were with me at the Capitol when we decided to make electoral accountability a key tactic in our fight for independent redistricting. I'd love to hear your version of the PAC's founding. Yeah, the first uh, week where we really started discussing accountability was some of the best and worst times in politics. On the best side, we saw Utahns incredibly engaged in support of the Independent Commission and against gerrymandered maps. And on the other side, we saw legislators of both political parties drawing maps behind closed doors to benefit themselves and their own political parties. And so it was in that moment that we realized there was a large appetite for this issue. People who had been invested and continue to be invested in redistricting as an issue. And we saw legislators who weren't being responsive to that. And so I think very quickly we decided organizationally that forming a PAC and pursuing electoral accountability was something that there was a lot of appetite for. And there were plenty of legislators who needed to be held accountable for the bad decisions they made during that special session. Absolutely. And we first tackled, of course, the primary, and we've been excited to have some early successes. Can you tell us about the primary races where the Better Boundaries PAC got involved? Yeah, we uh, were really incredibly grateful to have wonderful candidates who were supportive of redistricting as an issue. And we helped two candidates uh, in just extraordinary victories. Stephanie Pitcher, who is currently a member of the Utah House and who was incredible on the issue of redistricting, voted against all of the uh, terrible legislative maps and received an A on our report card. We helped her in her primary bid to get elected to the state Senate in her district in Salt Lake County, and she won by 60 points in that race. Uh, And we were incredibly involved trying to help her uh, get elected there. And we're still very excited to see her uh, hopefully carry on through the general election to a victory and continue to represent her constituents on this and many other important issues. On the other side of the ledger, we also supported Nate Bluen, who was running against an incumbent, uh, the longest serving incumbent in the Utah State Legislature, who was actually in the legislature for longer than Nate has been alive. And we were really uh, excited about Nate's candidacy because he brought a really youthful energy around the issue of redistricting and good government and really took that to the voters. Uh, Nate himself knocked on over 5,000 doors in his district and ended up, like I said, defeating one of the longest serving incumbents in Utah history uh, by nearly 50 points. And it was really an incredible showing and we were grateful to be with Nate from day one. And those primary successes were a great sign that redistricting continues to matter to folks in these districts and across the state. And we're hopeful that will continue through the general as well. 
And I know that our PAC specifically supported costs for canvassing. So those door knocking, door knocking was really critical. Um, I, I love hearing about those early successes and reliving it, um, but I know a lot of thought went into strategy and mission for the PAC. Describe to our listens, listeners the primary purpose of the PAC and what we're trying to accomplish. I would say the primary purpose of the PAC is twofold. On the one hand, we want to ensure that redistricting remains a salient issue for voters. This is a once a decade vote, and we want to make sure that people understand the impact of redistricting on every aspect of their government, both state and national. And that has been something we've seen with extraordinary success in terms of people remaining engaged on this critical issue. And second, we want to ensure that pro-democracy, anti-gerrymandering candidates win statewide uh, from south to north. And this is something we accomplished in the primary by supporting Stephanie and Nate. Uh, we want to hold legislators accountable who voted poorly on the maps, but we also want to boost those who were quite extraordinary in standing up against their own self-interest and for their voters. So electoral accountability, making sure that redistricting remains a salient issue. We've seen a lot of success in that so far and are just hoping to continue that mission going forward. And you mentioned that Stephanie Pitcher had um, scored an A on our report card. Let's dig into the report card. Who's graded and how are they graded? So we formulated a report card because we wanted to ask one simple question. Did legislators listen to their voters? And in the report card, we selected districts which voted for proposition for establishing an independent redistricting commission. We developed an objective criteria to uh, discover whether or not people's votes were in alignment with their voters. That objective criteria included their votes on the congressional map, the state Senate and state house maps. I think really importantly to note, we actually weighted uh, someone's own maps and voting for their own maps twice as much as the other maps because there is an inherent self-interest in the redistricting process. And voting for your own maps, drawing your own map behind closed doors is something we wanted to make sure uh, people were held accountable for. I would also note that this was something that was not to favor one party or another. There were actually several Republicans who got better grades than several Democrats. Like I noted, we opposed a sitting Democratic legislator, legislature, legislator who got an F on the report card. And so the report card was really an important tool and hopefully voters will continue to use it through November in assessing their candidates and determining whether or not their incumbent representative listened to them and their neighbors. You know, it's very true and we watch this happen that um, unfortunately redistricting is an equal opportunity offender um, situation when it comes to legislature. We have both Republicans and Democrats voting against the interests of their voters. And um, and that's always been a key part of our mission, that Better Boundaries is a nonpartisan organization, that we are for the voters, not a particular politician or a particular party. So how has the PAC valued bipartisan accountability? We valued bipartisan accountability by developing objective criteria for how we're going to support candidates. That goes to a, a candidate who is not an incumbent their stance on redistricting and their public facing stance on redistricting, as well as the use of the report card, which I just talked about. Uh, and so by using objective criteria, we've ensured that we are focused on redistricting 
as our primary focus and nothing else, uh, not advancing any particular candidate or party just because we like them for any other reason. We've also, as a PAC and organizationally, tried to talk to everyone and anyone who will listen to us and who has a uh, passion for this issue, whether they're the most conservative voter in rural Utah or you know, the most progressive candidate in Salt Lake County. Uh, we've seen a lot of success and resonance with our message. And I think that's based on the fact that we've really honed in on uh, valuing voters over any sort of political preference. I'd like to turn now to the general election coming right up. As we discussed earlier, ballots are um, in motion, hitting mailboxes as we speak. How are we working to get legislators who value accountability and transparency reelected? Well, the biggest thing, and this is a credit to our incredible uh, Better Boundaries PAC donors, uh, we've been able to provide extensive funding to candidates in the general election to help ensure successful canvassing operations, to uh, provide mailers to swing voters about the issue of redistricting and good government in support of these candidates. Uh, we've provided access to volunteers with a whole host of different skills to candidates. Um, these are just a few of the tools that we've used uh, to help boost these candidates. And so far, uh, we, we don't know the, the final votes, obviously, um, but we have seen a lot of incredible success person to person with our message and are just really excited about these candidates and their hard work. So you've mentioned that we're providing mailers, financial support. Tell us about the whole scope of support that Better Boundaries PAC provides candidates. Well, we have provided a significant amount of support in a lot of different areas. Uh, during the primary stage, we had an incredibly talented volunteer who helped one of our candidates with website development. Uh, we've had volunteers assist in canvassing, in texts, in phone banking. We have worked uh, extensively to uh, ensure that candidates have access to all the resources they need financially. Um, and, and this is, like I said, a credit to our wonderful donors who helped us raise uh, tens of thousands of dollars uh, from almost exclusively Utah donors um, through this process. And we've really been thoughtful about deploying those resources because we know people put a lot of trust into us as a first year pack. And uh, it's been an incredible response so far and we're just hoping for continued success. Um, Kyle, how can advocates for independent redistricting get involved and support our PAC efforts? There is a volunteer form on our website, which allows volunteers to assist however they would like with whatever skills they might have. Uh, they're really, campaigns need a lot of different skill sets and we can find something for you to do. Uh, betterboundaries.org slash volunteer is where you can find that volunteer form or if you listen to any of the other candidates or just want to have a conversation about ways you might be able to help outside of the normal canvassing, uh, door knocking, uh, text messaging, you can email me at kyle at betterboundaries.org. Kyle, thanks for joining me on our podcast to discuss the pack. You are really an integral part of our team at Better Boundaries, and we're so lucky to have you. I'm looking forward to our conversations with candidates that we're supporting, and we will continue to update you on Utah's anti-gerrymandering efforts. I'm Katie Wright, your host and executive director of Better Boundaries Utah. We'll help you tune in and follow our podcast for updates on Utah's gerrymandering case.